You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Hello and welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is a really fun show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. We're excited about today's show because we just got done taping a show about Disneyland, Disneyland Resort. We've been spending an amazing amount of time there, having a lot of fun. And as we're here in the Anaheim area, have discovered there is so much to do outside of the borders of Disneyland. Last week, we did an episode about what's new at Disneyland in 2013. You can check that out if you want. Today, we're going to be talking about what happens when you step outside of Disney and start going around Anaheim. There are all kinds of cool places to eat, great places to stay. If you're coming down for a Disney vacation and you need a place to stay, there's also a lot of fun places to go check out. And particularly if you just need a little Disney break. Some of us who are less fanatical about Disney than others. That wouldn't be me. We occasionally need just, it's, it's not that we don't love Disney. It's just that we need a little break. That would be Jeff. And <laughs> me, I'm, I'm just I'm just like, go, go, go. Him, he's like, okay, I can handle this much time, this many days in the park. And now I've got to find something else to do. And we need to emphasize, it's not that I dislike it. No, it's, it's just he has a capacity that fills. Me, I don't have a capacity when it comes to Disneyland. Whatever your capacity, we've got some really cool stuff to tell you about today. Places to eat, things to do, places to stay. And I was really surprised when we started finding out about all these things. I had no idea. Yep, there's so much to do. We've got some really great guests with us today. We're going to be talking with Juan Flores, who is with AnaheimOC.org. We're also going to be talking with Jamie Wood with Anaheim Center Street and the Packing District, a couple of fun new developments. They really are. I mean, it really is kind of taking some of these interesting, eclectic neighborhoods and really sort of changing them to be something so different and especially a completely different experience than being at Disneyland Park. Before we can get to it, though, we've first got to do hot topics and travel. I found some good news for once. Good news? Something you'll like. Oh, well, that's good. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or our website, TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, weekly travel and destination show. This week's show, Anaheim and the surrounding area outside of the Disneyland Park. There is so much to do here in the area beyond the borders of the park. We wanted to explore it all. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. This is the second of two episodes about the Disney and Anaheim area. Last week, we talked about Disneyland, and you can find that podcast and download it. This week, we're talking about beyond Disneyland and going into Anaheim and all the great things to do there. Before we get to all of that, though, we're first going to do hot topics in travel. And I found something that uh, actually kind of qualifies as some good news. <laughs> yeah, because Jeff spends his time trying to find things that annoy me or irritate me. But that's okay. We'll listen to hot topics. What do you got today? People respond to economic incentives. <laughs> yes. So when the airline started introducing baggage fees, what did everybody start doing? Packing lighter. Packing lighter and also packing so that they could take things onto the plane rather than having to check them and pay those fees. Oh, exactly. And, and honestly, there is times so that it pushes the border and annoys me just a little bit. I was going to say, I've I've seen people 
try to bring stuff on and put it in the overhead bin where I'm just like, you, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I just, I forget to pack everything, quite honestly. And then I get to my destination. I'm like, oh, I guess I forgot this and forgot that. And then I have to go buy it and have to buy more luggage on the way back. It also eats into people's time. You know, everybody brings those on and then they have to get them up above there and then People come on and they can't find a space and then they have to decide if they're going to gate check it and all, all this stuff. It's, it's also a time eater. I was going to say my favorite thing to do for most of my traveling life was to be literally the last person on the plane because I couldn't stand being on the plane. And now I felt like this luggage situation is so out of control that I like want to be on the plane as soon as possible to get my spot in my space. You can do that now with American Airlines. What they're doing is they've introduced a program where if you're not putting anything in the overhead bin, if all that you're bringing on there can just go under the seat in front of you, you get to board early. I would love to try that. I don't know if I could make it work, but it seems like a pretty fair deal. Now you're saying, no, I'd I'd rather just not have to pay the, the 25 buck bag fee. Well, here's what you do. You take that bag that you were going to put into the overhead bin, you show up at the gate and you say, oh, I'll let you gate check it. And I don't mind gate checking as much, you know, because you get it right as soon as you yeah, get off the plane. Yeah, I actually, I don't mind gate checking at all. I cannot stand regular check luggage. So you show up and you say, oh, you guys can go ahead and gate check this. And then they'll still let you on early and you don't have to pay the baggage fee for that uh, for that bag. One other hint, we're talking about baggage fees. Almost every airline has some sort of incentive, whether it's their like Delta's American Express card or some other ones where you get free baggage. And it's it's really worth it. I mean, you can spend a lot of money on baggage fees. Yeah, look into that. We've used one particular credit card with an airline where, yeah, that's probably paid off quite handsomely over the years with all the traveling we do. So pack light, show up early, get on early, and you don't have to worry about all that overhead stuff. Today we're talking about the area outside of Disneyland, the Anaheim area, and what people can do when they're here for their vacations, going to Disneyland, what else is there to do, sort of beyond the borders of the Disneyland Resort. Coming up, we've got an interview with Juan Flores from AnaheimOC.org. He's going to tell us places to eat, places to see, places to stay when you're in Anaheim. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and at TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. And one of the cities talking about not only the lovely Disneyland, the resort of Disneyland, but also the city surrounding it in Anaheim. Yeah, a lot of people think Anaheim is just Disneyland. No, no, no. You couldn't be more wrong. (laughs) There is so much else going on in this city, which is actually larger than you think and actually extends far beyond the borders of of, the Magic Kingdom. Of the Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Here to tell us more about it is Juan Flores of AnaheimOC.org. Welcome, Juan. Thank you. I think people get this idea when they come to visit, they they know so much about Disney and they know so much about the park, which, you know, of course, a lot of 
people come here for that reason. But we've been talking also to people about what happens outside the park, what there is to do, kind of an overview of Anaheim and some of the great options. I mean, we were just talking about we're staying here at the Ayers Hotel and we could literally walk to the Honda Center to see the Mighty Ducks, not in this season right now, but and also right. the the Angels right behind us. I mean, we're it's a huge entertainment we, city. We could really easily get over to Angel Stadium and watch Albert Pujols ground into another double play, but I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. We're picking up the <laughs> um, and, and let me correct you, uh, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, oh, that's right. No, yeah, thank you for doing that because I'm an old school girl and I still, I still want to call them the Mighty Ducks. So thank you for clarifying that. No, no problem. <laughs> Fortunately, they're um, they're no longer in the playoffs, but look forward to um, the next season. Always next time. So, but uh, I mean, what yes. a great area where you've got you know literally theme parks and a place where dad can go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to see a hockey and you know hockey and a baseball game. Well, first off, um, you know our city is uh, truly a, a great hub of Southern California. When you think of you know Southern California, you think of sun, fun palm trees, great yes. weather. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, and we're in the center of, of it all, really. Um, Anaheim is a, is a true leisure and, and business hub. Sports franchises that we have with the um, Anaheim Ducks and the, the Angels, you, you've got both uh, professional teams covered there. And, and the Honda Center actually is a dual center. It has um, great concerts, uh, great other um, sporting events, and, of course, you, you've got ice hockey. So, right. so that's uh, within reach um, when you're coming to Anaheim. We're the largest city in Orange County. We're 10th overall in the state of California. It's known for Disneyland, but certainly we have uh, plenty of art, dining, and other entertainment options to fill that vacation um, schedule for you. So, Juan, you're telling me the city of Anaheim does not stop at Catella and Harbor and the surrounding... (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Our borders extend just a little bit further, uh, but but certainly we welcome all those... um, uh, international visitors, domestic visitors that are coming specifically for, for Disneyland, but then we want to let people know that there's a lot of uh, local dining to showcase. Um, in fact, we have um, a YouTube series that we're um, highlighting chefs called um, OCChefs.org, and so it's our Orange County Chef series where we're kind of highlighting those premier chefs and how their culinary expertise and the, you know the, the specific things they're doing with their menu is really catering to the restaurant and showcasing just all the availability that we have with um, fresh produce. So farm to table is not just a, a term, it's you know it's a way of culinary dining here. Tell us a little bit about some of the highlights you would say in this area, you know, outside of the park. What you know, what would be the top highlights for people, things to do to explore that might surprise people? Sure. Well, aside from the uh, the Honda Center with its concerts and and the hockey and the Angel Stadium with uh, with Major League Baseball, we we have a, a great new hub uh, in the downtown Anaheim area, which is um, kind of having a resurgence of sorts. It's um, there's a lot of boutique and individual um, kind of eclectic shops and restaurants um, that have emerged at what's considered for the Center Street Promenade. And then next to that is uh, a new development called the Packing District, which is really bookended by two historic buildings, an old 1920s um, citrus packing house on one end, an old Packard car dealership on the other. And it's uh, as Jeff jokes. There's a reason they used to call this Orange County. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, it, basically it was the, the citrus um, that was grown here and, and shipped out all, all across the country. And um, in the center of that is um, uh, Farmer's Park, which will be debuting uh, here shortly. 
But so that's all within reach for the um, for the leisure visitor or the business visitor. Um, we have a great transportation. You know, one thing about being in Southern California is you always feel like got to get in my car, got to <laughs> wait in traffic, got to find parking, got to pay eight dollars for it. And you guys have set up this art system, Anaheim Rapid Transit, where I can get from my hotel over to the Garden Walk or over to Disneyland or different places in, in just minutes. Right. Well, um, it's actually the uh, Anaheim Resort Transportation Network. So, oh, okay. yes, art, art for short. But the um, the art shuttles or buses, if you will, go from all of the neighboring hotels in the Anaheim Resort and the Disneyland Resort to um, Disneyland. That's kind of like Central Grand Station, if you will. It's, it's right. Like but then from there, you can take connecting, you know, an art shuttle over to Angel Stadium, and it's it's very reasonable um, what they what they charge per day per person. So it makes it where you really don't need to rent a vehicle on the the Garden Walk. And actually, Garden Walk is within a five minute, ten minute walk. So you actually can walk to the shops and the dining and the um, entertainment that's available at the uh, at the Garden Walk. Do you want to explain what the Garden Walk is? I think some people may not know. It's this it's huge complex right across the street from Disneyland. I mean, literally across the street. Sure, sure. It's um, it's right across from Disneyland. It's also we are actually housed in the Anaheim Convention Center, which is the largest on the West Coast. But so for convention goers, for visitors to Disneyland Park, it just offers more options uh, within walking distance. And so the Anaheim Garden Walk opened a couple of years ago, and it's um, it's a complex that offers. Uh, dining options, uh, shopping, and entertainment. They have a great slew of restaurants along Catella uh, that are always busy. Um, so you have like a, a Roy's uh, restaurant and some traditional restaurants like, um, you know, Cheesecake Factory so that, you know, when people come and they want something that they're familiar with, then boom, they've got it right there. And, and how can yeah. you go wrong with the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> oh, yeah. They've, they've, uh, have you seen their menu? I'm a, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm... have eaten their whole menu, unfortunately. I'm, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm, I'm too familiar with, with their dessert right. menu. But I did yeah. see Roy's over there, and I love Roy's, and I think a lot of people, that's like a, a Hawaiian-Asian fusion uh, restaurant, right. which is just really excellent. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a fun Bubba Gump uh, restaurant there as well, and and so as you go in to the complex sorts of center, there's a lot of local shops. Um, it's a great surfwear uh, company shop that you can you don't have to go all the way to the beach to to get your board shorts <laughs> or anything like that. Flip flops, right. uh, you can get them right there. Speaking of all this dining, we want to talk about dining. We want to talk sure. about some accommodations. So if you hold on with us for just a few minutes. We are going to come right back, and we're going to talk more with Juan because he knows everything about this area. We're going to talk a little bit about, because a lot of people do want to eat, whether they're visiting the park or whether they want to take a break during the day and go somewhere, or whether it's not the day they're going to be in the park, they've got to eat. And we also have to find a place to sleep when we're not when we're hanging around here. So we're going to talk a little bit about dining and accommodations right when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We will be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you gotta eat. Next up, you gotta eat. Mmm, good. Again, welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here in a magical, magical place near Disney Resort. We're here staying at the Ayers Hotel, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. And we do a segment called You Gotta Eat. But today, we're doing You Gotta Eat and You Gotta Sleep because we need to do dining and accommodations here. (laughs) And we are talking about dining and accommodations outside of the Magic Kingdom, which Anaheim is 
surrounded the Magic Kingdom with all sorts of great places to eat and to stay. Here to tell us more about it is Juan Flores of AnaheimOC.org. Welcome, Juan. Thank you. So let's start with eating because that's one of my favorite subjects. Sure. There's um, so many. We were just talking in the previous segment about some places at the Garden Walk, and we have some recognizable names, like we just talked about, the Cheesecake Factory, and, and then some that maybe people don't know so much, like Roy's. I would think a lot of people from the outside, you know, maybe people in California and Hawaii know about Roy's. But let's talk about, you know, maybe some top dining around the city. Throw us a few for maybe families and throw us a few for maybe special or unique. OC only. Yeah, there you go. OC only uh, establishments. And let's talk a little bit about some dining. Sure, sure. Well, um, you know, two... um OC only. Um, they're actually both great for families and for those special occasions. Uh, one of which is called the Anaheim White House. It's uh, an Italian steakhouse, um, if you will. Actually, has the history. Um, basically, it's in a historic house. It's over 100 years old. It's a colonial-style home. It's really in the middle of an unassuming area. Oh, it's wow. uh, registered as a historic national landmark. I believe it was built in 1909, and so the um, Proprietor and, and owner of the uh, the restaurant, uh, Bruno Serrato, is um, just um, kind of really entrenched in uh, having this fine dining experience um, that you wouldn't normally expect. And so it's it's great for families. It's great for celebrating anniversaries, birthdays, graduations, etc. But you know that's really close to the Disneyland Resort area, and it's um, it's a one of a kind restaurant. And you know it's it's actually had some pretty high profile clientele. Every everything from Former presidents to um, you know, athletes and, and musicians and actors, so they're, they have kind of a wall of fame when you go in and you can see you know the owner taking photos with with these various different celebrities that have <laughs> so dined was, there. It really was the White House in some respects. If presidents well, were dining yes, there, yes, and, <laughs> and actually all the dining areas um, within there because it was a colonial home, you'd have all these various different rooms. It was almost like a mansion of the time. All the various different rooms are named after former presidents. So you could have the Ronald Reagan dining room, you could have the Barack Obama room, you know, so it's really, it really carries that White House theme uh, to a T. And actually, they have a they have a signature um, White House dessert called the Jackie O, and it's, 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 it's <laughs> I it's like it already. <laughs> yeah, it's a spectacle onto itself. You really have to see it because you, it, it almost looks like an a piece of art, you know, and you almost don't want to eat it, but it's you'll be glad that you did. So, oh, great. Um, but um, but a second restaurant that I wanted to highlight is it's a newer restaurant. It came about uh, a year or so ago. It's called the uh, the Ranch Restaurant and Saloon, and so oh, we drove by there. <laughs> yeah, so, so that is another one. I, I think we have a thing for putting restaurants in very unassuming areas. Yes, that's what in, I was surprised about. Yes, yeah, it's in a more industrial kind of commercial area. Mm-hmm. It's in the, the bottom level of a building that's owned. The owner of this uh, Extron business um, wanted to create a restaurant that kind of catered to the country crowd. Oh wow! And, and not so much the uh, you know so. You're not thinking of, um, you know, sawdust and peanut shells. I was going to say, are boots no, required? <laughs> Leather yeah. boots required? No, it's very much a, a fine dining experience. He's uh, truly spared no expense uh, at, you know, just getting the best decor, um, the best chef. We actually just finished doing a, um, a vidcast, a video on the OC Chef series on their um, on their chef. And they have the best in, in wine. They have um, Master Sommelier Michael Jordan. 
not to be confused with the <laughs> um, Michael Jordan. Uh, they couldn't be wow. they couldn't be more opposite if you if you saw the two of them stand, stand side by side. But um, he's one of a handful of maybe less than twenty master sommeliers in the in the world, and he is in charge of the wine selection there at the ranch. So it's quite quite amazing um, the dining experience. And and again, it's it's um, for those corporate types um, or you know families that want to come in and just have a, a truly unique and nice dining experience. I and I was just going to say, as we're talking about dining, the, the reason we drove by there is because we were on our way up to the promenade, mm-hmm. which one of the things about the promenade we were talking with somebody about, we have another interview coming up more specifically about that, but I just wanted to mention, like raw food, vegan food, special diet food, really kind of interesting, very eclectic mix up there. Right, right. And uh, just before I forget, um, the the ranch, the the saloon, which is next door to it, is actually kind of a, a mini concert dance hall. Oh, nice. So you, so you can go there and enjoy line dancing lessons, country dancing. And, and that, again, was at the uh, the owner's um, heart, was he wanted some place where he could he could listen to country music. He can, you know, kind of have that country experience. But you wouldn't imagine that in Orange County or in Anaheim specific. So, it, again, another state of the art. It's kind of like his, his passion. And, again, catering to visitors, but also catering to the business side. They just opened up, um, completed a sixth floor where, you know, corporate types can buy out the room and, and have a dedicated space for dinners and functions and breakout sessions. And then I have one more question. You're at the park for the day and you want to get out to have lunch or dinner somewhere very close to the park. Give me your top two recommendations. Well, uh they do have great dining at Downtown Disney, but if you want a non-Disney, uh, again, if you're looking for walking walkability, yeah, walk. I, this one would yeah. be a walkability question. Yeah, I I really do enjoy Roy's uh, at the Garden Walk. It you know that that Hawaiian yes. fusion. Yeah, I that, love Roy's actually. I was I was really happy when I drove by there. I was like, we gotta see if we can make time in our schedules to get to Roy's. <laughs> yeah, and and also um, you know just another block again, very walkable. There's um, there's a Morton Steakhouse. So if oh, you're, okay. Like, really craving. A steak, you know, it's it's really big with the corporate types because it's yep. right in front of the convention center. So we've talked about dining, and now we need a place to sleep. So we're going to talk about accommodations. We're staying at the Ayers Hotel here in Anaheim, which is a lovely little boutique hotel in a great location because we're actually probably about maybe a mile and a half from the park. And we are across the street from the Honda Center. We've got the Angel Stadium behind us. We're just touching on the border of Orange, and there's a a few little things right there on, on the side of Orange. But, I mean, just a great location, really accessible. And I know there's just so many hotels. You really have everything from the little boutique hotels to maybe a budget hotel, to residence inns, to Hyatt's. Tell me a little bit about the accommodations in general and really just you can have a choice depending on what your family needs are or your couple needs or whatever group that you're traveling with. They really have a plethora of accommodation choices. I would also include diverse. They, yes, they're, diverse. They're there pretty you go. diverse offerings, and not just in what they offer, but in price points, because a lot of times budget is important to people. When, exactly. When they're bringing their entire family, and you want to have something that's going to be a good fit. Well, next to the Disneyland Resort and the Anaheim Resort, you have a, a lot of hotels that kind of fit any type of family style and size, you know, whatever your visitation is going to encompass. So, uh, for families, I mean, definitely the Howard Johnson Hotel is literally two blocks away from the Disneyland Oh, yeah, I see entrance. that sign a lot. I haven't um, stayed at that one, but yeah. No, it's quite fun. They have they actually have a kind of like a Pirate's Cove mini water park on the premises oh, nice. for those very hot days. Um, 
provides a refreshing break from walking throughout the park. And, and down the street, down Harbor, which is our main boulevard, uh, you do have your, your traditional, the larger uh, hotels in Anaheim are going to be your Hilton Anaheim, your Anaheim Marriott. More boutique is going to be like your Annabella Hotel, which is also within walking distance. It's probably a good 10 minutes from, again, the um, the entrance of the park. Uh-huh. You mentioned some of the, the more budget hotels. We do have Cortona Inn, uh, Ayers, which you're staying at, which is on the uh, Art Shuttle route. Um, so very accessible. The Minaj Hotel is another uh, boutique hotel, which is... I just saw that. I hadn't seen the Minaj Hotel before, but I did see that popping up when we were looking at coming down here. Right. So again, when you were mentioning, you know, if, it, if it's just a couple, you know, more grown-up style, uh, certainly the Minaj Hotel would fit that bill. And of course, you've got the Disneyland properties. They're all <laughs> great offerings, and they're, you know, it all kind of speaks to what your family needs are and what your budgetary needs are. Whether you say plethora or diverse, there's a lot to choose from. (laughs) You can find out more about it by going to anaheimoc.org. They've got a blog there. They've also got, as Juan has been talking about, video highlights of some of the top chefs here in the area. Thanks for joining us today, Juan. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. Travel Brigade, tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin here discovering outside the borders of Disneyland Resort. Staying here at the lovely Ayers Hotel great location, but there are so many other areas of Anaheim we wanted to get to, and Juan pointed us in the direction of the Packing District and Anaheim Center Street. When we went up to the Packing District, we went to this great place called Umami Burger, U-M-A-M-I. I'd have Jeff spell it because I have a hard time even saying it, and I should know it's absolutely delicious. The burgers are delicious. We went with the mini-me's, and I can say First of all, starting with the buns, they're really freshly done. They're very good. And we couldn't decide which burger to get. There's like a truffle burger. There's a hatch burger. There's a a port and Stilton burger, a California burger. There's so many different choices. And so we all got different burgers to try them out, not to mention the onion rings that were just quite delightful. What's also fun about this location is it's an old car dealership there in downtown Anaheim. So you're sitting there eating where they used to have Packards and Fairlanes. The next day, we went to the park. This is my favorite. I can't wait to talk about this because we go to the park and all of the time, about halfway through, Jeff's like, um, I need a little break. And he like leaves the park for a while and we stay. So he did this great little adventure, which I kind of call like daddy daycare for people for dads who need a little break from Disneyland. So I went up to Center Street in Anaheim. There's a new development there. It's traditionally been kind of the heart of Anaheim. It's just a few minutes drive from Disneyland, and they've got a lot of local businesses there, mom-and-pop type places. I stopped in for lunch at a place called Healthy Junk, which the junk part attracted me, I admit it. I know. I thought it was really funny because nothing with the word healthy does Jeff get drawn to. So what's really funny is how much he came home talking about how much he liked it. Yeah, they do stuff like curly yam fries, and then they put barbecue sauce on them, 
or they'll take a burger or a sandwich and, you know, put all the stuff you love in there, but also put some healthy stuff in there. <laughs> and his daddy daycare gets even better. So I walked down the street to a place called Bar Beer. I know when he told me that, I was like, Bar Beer? What is that? It's sort of half barber, half beer place. Yeah, doesn't that make sense now? <laughs> now, dads, dads that are listening... If you want a break from Disney, listen to Jeff. Well, I should say moms, moms who are listening. If you want to get your man cleaned up, (laughs) look, here's a place where you can go get a beer because he can. And then he shows up there and he ends up getting a haircut or in my case, getting a haircut and I got a shave. I know. And he's thinking as we're standing in lines at Disneyland, this gig isn't so bad. If you're a guy and you've never had a barbershop shave before, put it on your bucket list. It's a great experience. Your face will never feel smoother. It's 10 times better than whatever it is you drag across your face every morning. Go try it. I must implore you. Now, what's even better about this is you can not only you know get your shave and your hair cut there, but they have a bar right in there. They have a licensed bar. I know, and this whole area is just really enchanting. They're doing so much to it to revitalize this area and some areas right around it. We have a great interview coming up next. Yeah, we're going to be talking with Jamie Wood about the packing district and Center Street in Anaheim. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade, or check us out at TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin, talking about Disneyland as well as the lovely area of Anaheim. Disneyland is wonderful in its own right, but if you want to get away from that and go enjoy sort of a more urban atmosphere yes. than down than Main Street, <laughs> USA. Not the fake atmosphere. Authentic, I, love, I love the fake yeah, I love the fake atmosphere. That's why you go. But for some authentic urban atmosphere. Maybe fake's too strong. Is it, <laughs> is it maybe sort of majestic or what's the word I'm no. trying to think of? <laughs> well, anyway, if you want to go see something different, yes. just up the road is Center Street Promenade. Here to tell us more about it is Jamie Wood, who is their Director of Community Development. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you for having me. We went up to Center Street Promenade earlier today. I love that it's a place where I felt like I could just go hang out here and enjoy myself for a while. Yeah, that's how we set it up. We set it up as a as a place that you can kind of stroll up and down the street. When you've um, you visited Good Food Hall, you'll see a lot of pictures from the turn of the century when Anaheim pre-Disneyland um, was a place <laughs> wait, of... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Anaheim was on the map before Disneyland. <laughs> but I promise there were... There was there was wine, okay. there was beer, there was all kinds of good stuff in Anaheim. I just wanted to clarify, I heard that correctly. Yeah. I just to make sure. <laughs> well, we love that there were there's so many just sort of uh, mom and pop type of shops in this development. Well, that's kind of our focus, actually. The company that helped that is um, behind developing all that is a lab, and that stands for Little American Business. So our focus is really about shopping local. It's really about um, small business incubators, as we call it sometimes. So it's really about taking someone's idea and helping them uh, bring it to bring it to the mainstream, bring it to the focus, and also have that differentiation. I think when you go travel someplace, you want to know what the locals do. You want to know what's unique about your place, your individual place. So Healthy Junk on Center Street Promenade 
serves up a mean Anaheim chili burger. We do, yeah. We just we just try and make sure that that all our mom and pops from around here get well, a chance to I was going to say, shine. you certainly, I mean, you turn down the street to this area and there are no Starbucks or Rubio's or every little shop we noticed very unique, whether it's a shopping or dining destination. We also noticed, you know, a lot of vegan, vegetarian options there along the street, which actually really surprised me. 118 Degrees is run by Jenny Ross, and she's a leading food expert and cookbook author and someone who goes and speaks a lot about food and her restaurant is entirely based on living food or raw food. Oh, wow. And so that's even a little bit different than your vegan or your gluten-free or any of the other things that are going on now as people are discovering allergies and other things that aren't working for their bodies. We're trying to offer a lot of different options, but coming soon, we're going to be having, we have a deli there and we'll have some other restaurants for our meat lovers as well. Meat lover is the very yeah. nice way to say how Jeff eats most of the time. <laughs> but these, these healthy options are good because after a day in the park, you know, you've, you've had your uh, cream cheese pretzels, you had your, <laughs> your cotton candy, you had, you know, all, yeah. all these, uh, which yeah, are wonderful corn. in their own right. But you need your to... Mickey cookie. You need to detox <laughs> with some raw food. I, that, a detox with raw foods or some kale juice or something that, you that your body will go, oh, that was food. <laughs> now, now, as we're driving back from the Center Street Promenade, we also saw the Packing District, which is another urban ag development. Tell us a little bit about that. That's a really, really exciting project. On the Packing District, we have three different entities. We have a 1919 citrus packing house that has been recently renovated. Actually, it took 10 years in the renovation. And now it's going to be an artisan mom-and-pop food hall with all kinds of different things from a butcher shop to uh, fresh cheese and a sushi place and a speakeasy bar and Mexican restaurants and all kinds of yummy, delicious food, live music, communal dining, and a lot of the history of the area. And then next to that is the Farmer's Park, which is a two-acre community park. We'll be having festivals such as the annual Farm Folk Festival held at the end of June. And then next to that is going to be um, is the Packard Building, which is an old Packard car showroom that now houses Anaheim Brewery, our local craft brewer, and Umami Burger. Oh, nice. And I think it's so great to have these kinds of places to go because as, as someone who grew up outside of California, moved here and lived here for a while, when you come here, it feels like there's just endless big chain development after big chain mall after big chain mall. And to have some place like this where, like I said, when we were at Center Street today, I just felt like, gosh, I could just sit here on a bench and eat something or hang out here. It's so nice to have that alternative when you come to Southern California. Yeah, we were really looking for that authenticity and that that genuine feel that you're really in a place that it has history, that has some pride. People, you know, will at, I get to tell the stories of people who who worked in the packing house or worked on um, on the train, and this is a big part of our history, not only of Orange County and California, but just in general. This this produce, this this farming, and and we're bringing that back, and we're really excited that the packing house is going to have 20 to 25. Mom and Pops will be opening in October, and we're just so excited about it. The whole community is behind it, and we're going to be having a farmer's market on site on Saturdays, and like I said, live local music, and there's just, there's a lot of, um, there's a community garden on site, so there's just, there's a lot of community involvement and a lot of celebration. Kathleen joked about what was 
you know, Anaheim before Disney, <laughs> but there was a reason they called it Orange County. <laughs> and good to hear that they're getting back to, you know, tracing that history, making some connection with that, because I think that's what turns a destination into a place that people want to be. Absolutely. And we're so excited about it. I mean, people, you know, you ask me all the time, well, are you excited about it? Working in community development. And I kind of look at them with the twinkle in my eye and I said, you know, my grandmother worked in this packing house and met my grandfather in, in the 40s. So, yeah, I'm pretty That's stoked sweet. to be working here. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing this option. And like I said, I mean, people come here for so many different reasons. You know, obviously Disneyland is a huge draw. A lot of people need to get out of that little corner of Catella and Harbor <laughs> and really kind of see what's, what's out. And this is really just a different, unique, local, fun experience. And we really hope people venture out and enjoy it. Thank you. We do, too. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin, and here we are discovering what is outside the borders of the Disneyland Resort here in the Anaheim area. Last week we did a show about what's inside Disneyland. You can find that as a podcast and give it a listen. This week we're talking about what you can find when you go outside the borders of Disneyland, and there are all sorts of great things to do in Anaheim. We're going to each pick our top three here for He Said, She Said. As always, She Said goes first. One word. Art. You're all going, what does art, art gallery, art whatever? No, the Anaheim Resort Transportation Service. Many years ago for visitors who came to Anaheim, getting to different destinations around Anaheim, whether it's Disneyland, the resort, or getting to some of the you know, Angel Stadium or some of the, the large shopping centers in the area, there was no like formal transportation. And so this now, you can actually get picked up at your hotel, look at different routes. You can go to the main staples of Anaheim, which obviously are Disney. Disneyland, the Convention Center, Garden Walk, the Anaheim Stadium, and many more. So you actually literally get to where you want to go um, without having to have your car. So I think it's a really great option that's been available, and it's really kind of a conglomerate that has come together with all of the different accommodations, places to stay here in Anaheim, and it's really become quite easy to get around. My number three is what I love about Anaheim is that it gives me a break from Disneyland. (laughs) And I can do more than just go back and take a nap in the hotel. As we've been talking about, there's all sorts of things to see and do. And so I really loved having that as an option. My number two is the Anaheim Stadium. I think that the Angels playing there, it's really fun. You're really lucky that you get to have such a fun place to go like Disneyland. And then you can go to see a great Major League Baseball game. I've always liked the Anaheim Stadium because I've always thought they were very, very family friendly. Everything from, you know, their family packages they offer to the prices on some of their souvenirs to some of their kids uh, meals and different things. I always felt like it was it was just very, very family oriented. And so I love going to games there. And it's a great location here in Anaheim to just be able to do, you know, one sort of extra thing other than going to Disneyland. My number two was Healthy Junk at Anaheim Center Street. I really love... Jeff's now turned into a healthy junk. <laughs> Still love my junk food, but I also love my healthy food. And that's what this had sort of put together. Curly yam fries with barbecue sauce. 
I thought that was terrific. My number one is the Garden Walk. It's Anaheim's Garden Walk. It's literally across the street from Disneyland Resort. It's a perfect place to go if you want to do a non-Disney meal, hang out, go to a movie. It's got so many different options. There's shopping here. There's movie theaters. There's some really, really great restaurants that are kind of, you know, staples as far as California Pizza Kitchen. They have a Cheesecake Factory. They have a P.F. Chang's. And they also have one of, you know, Hawaii and California. I don't know if there's too many outside of that, but kind of a, a staple in Hawaii and California is Roy's uh, kind of a Hawaiian-Asian fusion restaurant, which is quite, quite good. My number one was my shave at Bar Beer. Got a shave, then had a beer. Can't really top that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, just a little question off the top of my head, you know, now you can go to Disneyland and go to like the Bippity Boppity Boutique and like turn into like a princess. Do you think Disney will ever kind of do something like this? Is this the anti-Disney experience? Whatever it is, I loved it. <laughs> and it was fun to be in a place where people can just hang out, come in, get a beer. And then also, like I said, if you've never had a barbershop shave, you should really go get one. So that was my number one. I think what's really been really fun about this trip is that we've been able to explore things outside of the Disneyland park. We go to Disneyland quite often. We go to the park and then we leave. We did not realize there was just so much to do right here in the area and the borders right here around the resort. And it's really been fun to not only get to experience these things, but share them with you. We'll be back next week with another fun episode, taking you to another fantastic destination. In the meantime, please remember that there are only two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, please join us next week for the Travel Brigade show. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Travel Brigade, our Facebook page. Make sure you like us. We like it when you like us. Or our website, TravelBrigade.com. There's also a hot sheet there on our website at TravelBrigade.com where you can check out some of the different places we've stayed, dined, and some of the things we've done while we've been here in Anaheim. Until next week, enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.